I could eat more than 10 hot dogs. No. No, I, I think I could eat like... I probably could too, but I'm just saying conservatively, I think I could do 10, and that's probably ten, more than you. 10 Dodger dogs. 10 Dodger dogs, yeah. yeah. Which is slightly bigger than an actual regular hot dog. It's probably like... It's longer. It's like a foot long. It's a dog. Yeah, it's like a hot dog and a half, maybe. Yeah. Okay. I could do 10 of those. So that's it. That's all you can eat. Because I think if you can only eat oh 10, goodness. I think I can beat you in a hot dog eating contest for sure. No. This is... <laughs> please... We're talking Dodger dogs, and I'm going to put. I'm going full relish. I'm talking mustard, onions. Oh, good, because I'm not putting anything on mine. Yeah, so it's. I should actually get extra credit for that. No, I win tiebreakers, no, but for putting. If it's, it's a, a tie, I it's should a hot win. dog eating. It's not a mustard and ketchup and relish eating contest. That's I'm a sorry, different thing. That goes along with eating a hot dog. I don't even understand yeah. how you could eat a plain hot dog and say you're even eating a hot dog. That's like a lie. That's a weird. lie that it's you're like, telling oh, to yourself uh, because I ate the hot dog. That's why. Not buying it. Just not buying it. Okay. Well, when we go to this. You know, all right. So, folks, here's what we're talking about right here. Uh, Brent, of course, lost another bet to me. What are you talking about? I lost this bet to you a long time ago. Yeah, but I'm trying to reframe for people that have just tuned into the show for the very first time. Okay. That's doubtful. Anyone's doing that. Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) For all the wrong reasons. But, no, so Brent, uh, of course, I beat Brent in another bet because I always beat Brent in all the Mm, bets we do. Uh, it feels take, like take it lately. Picture, take a picture at all. Take, you guys, take a look at our Facebook page and see all the pictures of Ray wearing all of my sports teams thing, and see if you can find any picture see, of Ray ever wearing any I win of my the sports embarrassing teams. One, uh, I lose the embarrassing ones, yeah. but I win the good ones. I win free <laughs> the, the, Clipper games. The ones to win are the embarrassing ones. What are you talking about? Uh, that might be true. So Brent owes me a free uh, ticket to Dodger Stadium, and I said we got to do the all-you-can-eat section. Mm-hmm. And so we decided that since we can't stop competing uh, as we do this show – uh, we're going to have a competition of who can eat the most all-you-can-eat Dodger yeah, dogs not sure at I, the stadium. I'm not 100% sure I want to do the competition just because I, you know, I'm, I'm, trying, you're to, afraid, I'm, trying, know. I'm trying to lose weight. Yeah, well, you um, have lost a bunch of weight. I know. Whereas I've been packing it on like the Armageddon's coming. Yeah. Have you ever watched the, that? Okay, but here's the deal. Kobayashi is not a big fat guy at all. Yeah, but Kobayashi also just, is, his body is used to consuming massive amounts of calories. Okay. Yours is not. You're, you had what, like but you're, but you're 1,200 was, uh, calories a day diet for a while there? A more than that. Yeah, that's true. Not much more than that. Okay, but listen. Uh, Mine's like 10,000 calories a day. I'm ready. Do you watch, are you a competitive eater fan, sir? I wouldn't say I'm a fan, but I'm aware. Okay, do you know who Eric Badlands Booker is? That's the biggest, very fattest large man. dude. Yeah. And he always loses. Yes. Always. He was, Joey Chestnut's not exactly a small guy, though. Well, Joey Chestnut's is a monster. He's got the jaws. That's that's his the hills. Yeah, yeah. You don't have. We're that. not eating for speed, though. To be fair, no, we are eating. We're just as it's the like game goes long, on. Okay, just as long as they keep delivering hot dogs. Once they cut us off of free hot dogs, so then the competition. Every time over. they come to us and we, they bring get us a hot more. dog, if the other person can't get eat a hot dog, you lose. I don't think that's true. You might you get time to catch up, but let's face it. Once you stop eating one of those, you're done. Yeah, but I feel like you're done. I feel like. You know, you're going to lose track of how many we ate. I feel like you just have to, like, win. I'll bring when, a pad. When, I'll bring know, a marker. We both finish hot dog, and then we order more hot dogs. Or two hot dogs. Well, I'll get this idea. Them. I'll bring a Sharpie, <laughs> and every time you finish a hot dog, I'll okay. write a number on your forehead. Okay, cool. Do you know all the numbers? I'll use dashes. Okay, gotcha. Because I can't count that yeah. high. All right. 
Just put little dots, and I'll count them up for you. Just dots. We'll just look yeah. in the mirror afterwards. All right. Hey, everybody. <laughs> After that riveting conversation, you you have you have somehow, one way or another, tuned into episode 52 of Raisin Brent. And I'm Ray. And I'm Brent. And uh, we got a lot of stuff we're going to talk about this week. This mm-hmm. is the preeminent, preliminary, pre-me episode of the show. I feel like this this episode I'm just I'm just going out on a limb here, right? Yeah, go ahead. I think this episode just going in knowing what's happened in the last week should be called Brent Rules the World. Wow. What do you think about that? No, I don't no me gusta. I agree. I I feel I feel like it almost has to be now, but that doesn't mean it should be. Brent <laughs> Rules the World. How dare you? Um, so we got a lot of stuff we're going to talk about. We, of course, the NBA Finals wrapped up, and I believe uh, I was shown to be absolutely correct. Oh, yeah. Series of, only went five games. One of us was right, and the other one was Ray. Oh, dear. And, uh, of course, we have some baseball to talk about. The Royals and Tigers, our two favorite teams, are now locked in a head-to-head. How's that one going, Brent? It's going pretty good, Ray. I, I feel like I'm not going to hear the one argument I always hear from you, which is, oh, well, then the Tigers must be out of first place then. Because now the answer is yes, they yeah, are. We'll get to that. Uh, I'm not. Uh, I'm not exactly looking forward to that side of the conversation. <laughs> and the World Cup. The World Cup is in full swing. And one of us already lost one of our three picks. I know. It's it, see. Doesn't it already feel like Brent rules the world it, after it, those three things? Doesn't feel good. Yeah, we made predictions on last week's show about uh, we, we each picked three teams to go into the World Cup for the championship, and the team I picked may have had the worst. Uh, coming from ahead to absolutely poop the bed, pooping Spanish rice all over the place. Eey. Yeah, you need to put España in el baño. Am I right? <laughs> oh my gracious! <laughs> we'll just say uh, I don't think they got out of the way of the bull as it was charging them. Uh, Someone yeah. just got gored at the World Cup. When somebody yells Toro, you get out of the way, right? Get out of the way. You don't just stand there and say what? <laughs> oh, that Toro. Yeah, they get. Speaking of getting Toros, they got torn up. Mm. But uh, we're going to be talking all about that in the United States, of course. The very exciting game against Ghana. That could be one of the best soccer. I mean, it could be the best soccer game, quite honestly, I've ever watched all the way through. It was pretty great. The one uh, uh, that the U.S. won one nothing from uh, four years ago. Also, very very good. This one may have even been better. I still think the other one. The other one was. Maybe well, it was better, but this was a better team we beat. I think I agree, yeah. agree, hundred um, percent. But we'll, we'll we'll talk about all that. Mm-hmm. We got all these topics to talk about, and who knows? Probably some trolling on top of it. Oh, that's that's happening. It is surely mm. happening. But we're right back to get the show started after three seconds of Milli Vanilli. So before we begin to talk about the NBA right here, mm-hmm. I just have to bring up the fact that Brent normally, he never, uh, he's ready to wing it every single week. But Brent gets a handful of bets, and he says a couple of things right on the show. That's right. I show up here to record at the Flickering Light Studios, and Brent has like copious pages of notes, and he says, Ray, I went back and listened to the last 20 episodes, and here's copious everything right that I said. pages of notes? This is one post-it. Yeah, one page about just this. It has... One, two, it has four lines He's on it. He's got Matt. That's compared to your normal notes? <laughs> that's copious. No. It depends. That's, it depends that's a on plethora. It depends on if we've, we've had bets on the line. That's fair enough. That's fair enough. But uh, you have a lot of stuff you want to say. So, so let me just recap what happened last mm-hmm. week in the NBA in case you live under a rock or do not follow sports. And, and, you know, thank you for listening to the show anyway. Appreciate yeah. that. 
Uh, I predicted the Miami Heat were going to win, that it was going to be a win walking away, that David Stern uh, in his last year wanted LeBron to win a three-peat because it was extremely marketable. David Stern's not the commissioner anymore. Just no, but I thought wondering. It's Adam he Silver. left right before the season. There's a lot of uh, publicity about Adam Silver, the new commissioner, so yes. I, don't, I don't think his agenda is much. You know. But I think he's following the Stern agenda, or at least I did until this happened. They were pretty stern with uh, Stern. Yeah. Gracious. <laughs> they threw him uh, starboard. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, the uh, Spurs ended up coming in and walloped. In the one game that was close, the Heat got all the calls and they won. Mm-hmm. And the Spurs decided they, they know the way that you beat that favorite team. It's the same way the Pistons did it in 2004. I'll bring up again. If the team is going to be heavily favored and get every call down the stretch, win by 15 to 20 points every night. Yep. Therefore, there's nothing the other team can do. Shoot 73% in the first half of a Take game. Take it out of Joey Crawford's hands. Don't even let Joey Crawford get a sniff at uh, anything that means anything. And so the Spurs, congratulations to the San Antonio Spurs. They're going to walk off into the distance at this point, or in the sunset, I should say, walk off on their horse, ride off Mm -hmm. on a unicorn and do a rainbow, and then shoot Skittles everywhere. Yep. That's what I figure is going to happen. The Spurs won the NBA title in five games, winning each of their games by an average of like 16 points a game. Winning the average average game by... A lot. By, oh, too many. So many that it didn't matter who took the last shot in any of the games. Yeah. And Brent, uh, I got to give it to you. You did, in fact, say the Spurs were going to win, and you've come backed up with notes. I did. Well, I just said they should win the series. I mean, I was still... You still picked the Heat. To be honest, I, I, was, I was skeptical, and, and you know, you, were, you, were, you, had a, you, you were right on almost till the very end with all your conspiracy theories and stuff. Pretty good. Yeah, pretty, pretty good. Right. And so to be I'll fair, I did say the series too. would only go four or five games. Yeah. So just, I give myself half just, credit. Just had the wrong Half team. credit. I think I deserve it. Okay, I'll give you half credit, but I get three quarters credit for getting the right team. Uh, that is correct, yeah. I mean, to be fair, I was, I was, forgive the pun, I thought it was a slam dunk for the Heat. Mm-hmm. I really did. And it turned out, uh, no. no. So, uh, Brent, congratulations. It's the one thing you got right Woo! this week. Hey, what about the uh, what about the NHL? No, don't worry about any of that. Yeah. Okay, we get, I mean, the hey, NHL. Hey, but you know what? To, to, you know what? We talked about this last week. We did a great thing that happens. What I thought was more good storylines come out. It's actually better for the NBA if the Heat lose because now everyone's oh, is LeBron going to stay? Is he going to go somewhere else? He's going back to Cleveland, right? Yeah. Oh, that there's those rumors now. He's going back to Cleveland. There oh. have been those rumors since he signed with Miami. I mean, what's what's weird though is you would think if he was coming back to Miami, he would just say. Yeah, I love it here. I'm staying. He has not said that. Although he is a drama drama queen. I don't know if you know this about LeBron James and a lot of NBA superstars. They love attention. Yeah. They love a lot of attention. They love to be courted. What if what if what okay, how big of a commotion would this be if LeBron comes out and says, "You know what? I've decided what I'm going to do. You can hear along with Jim Gray and everyone else." Yeah. On my new show, oh, the, no. decision, the part decision Part 2. Part <laughs> 2. Oh my gosh. There would be there would be an upheaval. And then everyone would watch. Of course, we're referring to when he when he left Cleveland uh, and didn't tell them he was leaving, and then announced on his TV show that I'm taking my talents to South Beach. Yeah, which has now become the most parodied line ever. Yep. for everybody. So, what if he does the same thing again to announce he's going back to Cleveland, or just to say I'm remaining in South Beach? Well, and okay, can I get conspiracy? Because that's what I do when it comes sure. to the NBA. All at right. least, let's do it. The Cleveland Cavaliers have the first pick in the NBA draft, correct? Yeah. Against a 1.7% chance, they have the first pick in the NBA draft. Um, and of the last four years now, including this one coming up, 
How many years have the Cleveland Cavaliers had the number one overall pick? Three times. Three times of the last four years. It's almost like in the four years after since LeBron James left to go to Miami, they have been working hard to stockpile the Cleveland Cavaliers with as much talent as they can physically get away with by giving them number one pick after number one pick after number one pick. Is that they're, It's the NBA's way of apologizing to the city of Cleveland for LeBron doing them the way they did. And what is the most attractive thing for LeBron right now? He has his championships. He's got his money. He's got his prestige. He's done. He doesn't need to prove anything to anybody anymore. What do you think the one thing would be that LeBron James maybe thinks he he owes for his career? I want to get one for Cleveland. I want to get one for Cleveland. I want to go back home and have people not hate me at home anymore. I want to move back to Ohio. And when I retire and I live in Los Angeles, all the people who live in Ohio will come up to me and they will not be pissed at me anymore. And I'll be universally beloved for bringing a championship back to Cleveland. Do you not see it? Does that not make total sense? It makes total sense. And Chris Bosh maybe even just comes with him? Because he can't win on his own. Let's face it. So I just don't know how they're going to, you know, you think they would have to give up one of those picks or one of those players to get LeBron. Why? If he's a free agent. Okay. But Walk they, away. But they have but they have a they have a salary cap. They do. You know. They've already got, I think, a couple guys under or they've already got uh You tell me that, that they wouldn't pay a luxury tax to just add LeBron James to that roster? I don't know. Because it's I a mean, soft cap in the NBA now. It's not a hard advocate. cap. Yeah. Thanks, Keanu. Yeah. Whoa, I'm just saying the devil might not be so bad. I'm like totally playing devil's advocate. I love that one movie where he's like, we totally have to get Dracula. I was, you know, my favorite part about Bram Stoker's Dracula is watching Keanu Reeves and Winona Ryder, and it's almost like they're having a personal competition between the two of them. Who can eat more scenery? I could overact more than you, Keanu. I don't know Winona. Man, I can Winona, overact way more than you. Winona was beautiful in that movie. Oh, though. she was she was hot. Don't get yeah. me wrong, but no, she was terrible, and he was terrible. It's like Gary Oldman though in that movie was great, but he had a giant butt in his head. It's <laughs> almost like somebody literally handed his butt to him. Yeah, that was the. And then he wore it on his head. That was the weird. It was look. It was the like they were like, haircut. you know what? Uh, the Simpsons is really popular. Can we take that exact hairdo that Mister Burns has and and give that to Dracula? You know what I mean. <laughs> Mr. Burns. Yeah, Mr. Burns from The Simpsons. Oh, from like evil Mr. He's Burns. He's this guy that plays Homer Simpson's boss. Okay. You've probably never heard of him. I know him as having a bald head. Maybe I'm completely... But he had the weird-shaped head, is what I'm saying. He, yeah. is, he does have a little bit of hair, and he's got the weird-shaped head. So, you know... I'm with you now. His Gary Oldman's head looks so Wouldn't weird say I understood in that it at with first. the hair. Yeah. So, so Mr. Burns thinks LeBron should go back to Cleveland. That's right. <laughs> to tie it back in as he weakly as I possibly can. LeBron going back to Cleveland would be... Excellent. Smithers, make that happen. So is this is this plausible to you? Do you it see it? It is plausible. I'd... Where else is LeBron going to go? People in L.A. seem to think he's going to come to the Lakers, and that's a jolly, jolly, silly I think silliness. he would come to the Lakers if there was anyone else here to play with him. Kevin Love. You know Kevin Love will come to the Lakers. That's almost guaranteed. He said he's going to be a free agent. He wants to come back to L.A. We'll see. That being said, is that enough to bring LeBron James? Or is that Kevin Love making himself as marketable as possible? But this is the other thing, though. I mean, LeBron James, you could probably already say, is the greatest Cleveland Cavalier of all time. If he comes to L.A., he doesn't even make the top ten best L.A. Lakers of all time. What's the reason he would come here? I don't really think he'll come to L.A. I don't think there's a reason to. But going back to Kevin Love, I don't. 
I don't necessarily think Kevin Love. I think he's, I mean, he's been in the league for a while now. You know, he's not. He's been in the league long enough to do an Old Spice uh, commercial. Yeah, so he's been in long enough where he's where he now at the, the point where he's like, I, I, okay. I I'm put gonna, my time in Minnesota. I'm going to make my money on this next contract, and I also want it to be where I'm going to be able to win some titles. Or at least, you know, being in L.A., even if the Lakers aren't winning a the title La- anytime this soon. This is what I'm saying. The Lakers are so far away from winning a title. But what does Kevin Love want out of his fame, though? Does he want to parlay that into, like, acting, more commercials, more marketability? If he comes to the Lakers, he goes into Media Central, and, and he all of a sudden sets himself up to be in two, three more commercial campaigns, make more money on the side. No, he's not going to win a title. But at the same time, what does he want? He obviously spent, what, two contracts worth, I think, up in Minnesota. He doesn't care about winning a title, obviously, because that team's been DOA for over a decade now. Yeah, well, they had a, you know, they had a couple of When Kevin seasons. Garnett was there, they had a chance to win with Stefan Marbury, Kevin Garnett, and them. But that has been a long time since. Yeah, well, we'll see. So really quick, to wrap up this thought, um, favorite for next year? Because the NBA is up and up. You know, there's a lot of, like, Teams shifting. It's like an earthquake is happening underneath them, and the tectonic plates are shifting. And teams like Miami aren't going to be that good next year. San Antonio, I figure there's going to be a massive retirement. They're not going to be that good next year. The Pacers, who were a front runner this year, ugh, that's kind of an ugly team to look at, you'd admit, as a fan of theirs. Well, I think the Pacers could be favored. It depends on what they do in the offseason. They've definitely got to do something about the Roy Hibbert situation it, it, and the Lance Stevenson situation. Exactly. And they're not going to keep Lan- uh, Lance Stevenson, I don't think. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. And the Andrew Bynum situation. Yeah. But so I, you I let him near the building. Uh, if we're talking about one favorite, the team. I mean, the team that I'm going to go with. One from is, the West, one from the East. Who do you think? West is the Clippers. You think the Clippers? Yeah. Interesting. I mean, that's the team to look at, right? I'll go back to the Thunder. Yeah. I, I mean, all the high powers. If San Antonio wasn't as good as they've been over the last few years, if they would have fallen off like everybody thought they were going to before this big resurgence, the Thunder probably make the finals two years out of the last four or five. But the Thunder, you know. They have a hard time putting it together, but who's going to stop it together, them now? And they only have two players. You know, Ibaka is a nice player, but he's not like the one that you can count on to score points. You can't really count on Russell Westbrook either. Yeah. And so, I, I, you know, I put Russell Westbrook not exactly in the same category, but kind of in the same category as Lance Stevenson. He's, Maybe. He's, he's undependable. He's really talented, and he's just as likely to get you 30 points and 10 assists as he is to get you you know, 10 points and 10 turnovers. So tell me this. Who comes out of the East? Is there any team that you even look at? I mean, the Pacers are still going to be strong. Who else? I mean, who else challenges this year? You Do the know? Bulls make a comeback? Where does LeBron go? Does he go somewhere in the West? I think that's the East. I think that's where it, where it comes down to. Does LeBron stay? If they do, the Heat probably have at least some kind of a run yeah. left in them. If he goes um, to Cleveland, that team probably. I'm not saying they go to the finals, but they they suddenly become relevant overnight again. You know, do the Bulls get some of their guys back? Does LeBron go to the Bulls? Probably not. That might be. I mean, that's. I, I think there's a. I think he doesn't get number twenty three if he goes there. Yeah, not that he's wearing twenty three now, but I don't know. think he would go there just because he doesn't. He's already compared to Jordan enough, right, right? Right. But if he, but if suddenly if he picks up and goes to a team that's right on the cusp of doing something, what if he goes to New York? Ah, uh, he's not going. New York. New York has no salary cap. You want to talk about salary cap with Cleveland? New York has soft nothing. Cap, right? Soft it's, cap, right? No cap is that soft. <laughs> They're already way over the cap to begin with. Name the teams that LeBron could go to and win a title next year. Oklahoma City. Oklahoma City? I would say Golden State. Golden State. Clippers? Clippers. I would say Indian Indiana. Indiana. I think if LeBron goes to Indiana, uh, there's definitely a chance for there. I think Miami, if they hold it together for another year. I don't think they can win. I don't think they have to win Miami. But I think he, saying, could, he, could also, he could. They go, could. He won't go here, but he can go to Portland, and that's a talented team. He's they never going to go to Portland. No, he's not going to. He's also not going to go to Indiana. No. 
I hope LeBron James drags it out to the last possible second. I want another I think the decision funny, show. I think it's the nail on yeah. the head. Yeah. This sounds great to me. Yeah. I want him to stretch it out and maybe put like there's eight teams and then to keep like like every every so often on his Twitter he'll just be like, Nope, not Toronto. And you have to just keep knocking the teams off the list <laughs> yeah. as he just decides to just say it. He'll do a fake lottery thing where he keeps take, take, taking teams out. Right. The team I'm going to is not Indiana. I'm not going to the, the Pacers. How great would that be? I want him to just like really diva it up. And he might. Man, what if he went to Indiana? He, there's no way. Get Paul George and, 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 and LeBron? You know I where know I still they... think there's an outside chance he could go? Brooklyn. Yeah, Brooklyn Nets. Go. I hadn't thought of that. I don't know. It's interesting though. This is this is all the things we get from Le- LeBron losing. So thanks, so LeBron. Can I go ahead and just as an impassioned plea, please, LeBron? Okay, I know you listen to the Race and Brent podcast. LeBron, please drag this out as long as you yeah. can. Don't Race do and Brent away. wants you to take your time. I want. We want you to take in the number of weeks you're going to decide. Not one. Not, not two, two, not three, not, not four, four, not five, not six, not six, not seven. seven. Eight weeks. Eight weeks. Eight weeks yeah, you could go ahead and do this in eight weeks. That'd be fantastic because we'd probably get bored of you by then. Yep. So we'll be right back to talk a little baseball after three seconds of The Proclaimers. When I come home, I know I'm going to be, I'm going to be the man who comes back home to you. And if I broke. So it's time for a baseball segment, Ray. It's gonna be amazing. Uh, we, you know, I don't know that that's necessary. I just, uh... I think we should talk about it, Ray. I mean, you have been talking for literally months about how this is this is a special season for those Detroit Tigers who uh, we both picked to win the World Series. Yeah, and you're right; it's specially bad oh, right now. Uh, I mean, you know, I mean, they're pretty good. They've won nine out of their last. 29 games. Every season's going to ebb and flow. It's like the ocean. Tides go in, tides go out. Tigers win some, tigers lose some, tigers win the World Series. Mm. That's how it's probably going to go. Really? Cuz I don't when so does the tide only come in every 30 years? Cuz that's yeah. how long it's been since they won the World Series. Yeah. It's when the boat comes in. Yeah. Yikes. Oh my god, no more Vic the Brick. <laughs> Gracious. So uh yeah, okay, go ahead Brent, just say the things you want to say first off. Why don't you talk to us about how Royals Tigers is going right now? Well, you know, we we did make a side bet off the air, but it's with Royals Tigers four game series, and the Royals so far are just rolling the Tigers three in a row. Yeesh. You've already lost the bet. The series is not even over, and you already lost the bet, Ray. I, I would like to say, in my defense, I didn't see this coming <laughs> on any level. I did not see the Tigers rolling over the way they have for those pesky Royals at home, nonetheless, with our best pitchers on the mound. Verlander is a mess right now. Verlander is... I have no idea. You guys tag Scherzer, but that's more of a rarity. But uh, Verlander, last I checked, had a record of 6-7. and seven. He's below 500, and he's our MVP superstar pitcher. I think his ERA is almost 5 right now, yeah, too. I believe, and I'll put this on the record, I believe JV has a case of the Uptons. He's happy in his love life, so therefore... He can't be happy on the mound. He's too relaxed out there, and uh, and the balls are going over the fence. It's terrible. You know what? I, I and maybe you can speak to this about Justin Verlander because you know more about Justin Verlander than I do. I only know him mainly when he just pitches against the Royals. You know, all right. And I do know that he was really dominant against the Royals until about last year, and then last year until about last week. Yeah. Well, the Royals the Royals beat Verlander I think four times last season. Like, 
um, and it, at least three times. And then they've they've had their way with him a little bit again this year. Uh, but what I don't like, and well, maybe stop getting him drunk. Yeah, what I don't like is when when I see him interviewed after the games. Now he's he's very kind of glib, you know. Upton's he's, he's very like, well, you know what? He goes, there's nothing wrong with me. Man. I'm just missing by a little bit, you know. Yeah. And it's like because nothing mechanically seems off with him. His velocity's down two three miles per hour, but mechanically he looks exactly the same. So they're just not sure what's going on. I just think the fire's gone. But, well, and what I saw is, you know, he does great in innings one through three, and then the batting averages go way up. The second time through the lineup, the batting average goes up. The third time through the lineup, he's getting lit and that, up. And that's the sign of, like, I mean, that's what happens to pitchers that just aren't very good. Uh, it's more of a fatigue issue. How dare you? No, it's, no, that's not true. You go through the lineup the first time, and they see your pitches, and then the second time through, they go. They always the batting average always go up for most pitchers, unless they're just freaks. They go up. Yes. Batting average go up, but hit, but they don't go up like this much. Yeah, people in the uh, third time through the lineup are hitting over three hundred against Verlander this so year. So to me, it's like his stuff it's is not crazy. There. Something's but, wrong. But yeah. for him to just sit there and go, no, there's nothing wrong. Uh, I'm fine. Yeah, they booed me today, but you know they'll cheer me again. Like, and we just, will. We yes. want him to do well, and then when he keeps going out there and throwing freaking uh, fat pitch after fat pitch that go over the fence, we start to wonder, like, what's going on? I got to say, I was kind of shocked. Not that the Royals necessarily won all three games. Oh, no, I was shocked by that. I'll go I, ahead and put I that I was out surprised, there. but not shocked. shocked. I was shocked at how little it took for the Detroit fans to just start booing the Tigers. Um, we lost, we gave up eleven runs in that first game. We're down like seven nothing at one point. Yeah, but they booed, it's easy to get get you, angry. You booed you you booed them in the second game too with Scherzer, and they only gave up eleven runs. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll be honest. I was more shocked than Horace Pinker in a Wes Craven film. <laughs> That's how shocked I was at the results of these last three games. And we've watched part of this together. Yeah. Uh, there's just nothing. Like the Royals are just winning these games, and they deserve to. And I hate you for it. That's about all I That's got awesome. about that. It sucks. Yeah, well, it's interesting. You know, the Tigers have have definitely led the division since July 3rd of last year, almost a complete yeah. year yep. being in first place. Yep. And who knows? Maybe and deserved. Maybe a week later, you know, Detroit's well, back in first. This boat will but, ride itself. But there's I'm some sure. really bad indicators right now. Verlander, who they need to be great, is not great right now. Yes, that's true. Okay? The other thing is their bullpen is stinky. Horrific. They've replaced almost everybody in that bullpen from last year to this year, and they're still awful. Mm-hmm. Just awful. And we'll see what happens when Hanrahan but, gets his poop together you know, on the, and on is the, ready for the majors. He'll hopefully be better. Right. And on the good side, you know, the Tigers still have a lot of pop. They have some good young players. Uh, here in L.A., we, added, call it, we call it soda, sir. <laughs> they've added a lot of speed. So, you know, it's not that the Tigers have no chance of coming back. They definitely can. This is a very, very good team that's just hitting a rough patch. That's all. But th- that bullpen will kill you, man. Uh, they have been so far this yeah. season. They've just been. I, I think we trade one of our top minor leaguers, one of the top AAA guys. This team has the chance to do something special. That could change everything again. I, yeah. I think. I think if it keeps going this route in three to four weeks from now, two maybe even two weeks, we look at a team that's just not doing very well that has a bomb, great closer, like a, a, even just a guy who's just getting it done this year specifically, like a Houston Street from San Diego, a team who might be interested in trading a little bit of a, a veteran closer who's completely dominant this year. We've got to do something because Joe Nathan has not. Not been the answer. Jabba Chamberlain's been serviceable. Uh, Phil Coke, not that good. Hanrahan, again, we'll see what happens when he comes up. But uh, Albuquerque has just been dreadful. We we, we need something to happen and something to happen quick. Otherwise, this season's going to go right in the toilet. Do they they have – if they don't make any changes to their bullpen, do they have a chance to win? 
to yes. make the playoffs. Yeah, of course. Of course they do. I still think they make the playoffs even with the bullpen right now. I just think that this team knows that they've got something going on and they know where their biggest efficiency is and they will absolutely take the steps. They've shown it in the past. They're willing to make the trades to to make it happen. I will say this, right? With the West or with the Central being really close right now with our two teams. And not just our two teams. Yeah, and the Cleveland's hanging back a little. Well, it's still pretty close with everybody. Yeah. Everybody but, top to bottom still has a chance. But mostly just the Tigers and the Royals, am I right? Well, let's face facts. Yeah. That's who we talk about. Uh, it's very exciting. Uh, now, you, you, came, you came prepared with some, some game oh, yeah. that you want to play. I, 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 well, you know, I had some time on my hands today. so uh, Fair enough. I usually don't. Because you're injured. You're playing hurt. I did. Uh, you're playing, like, super hurt. I'm super hurt, you're man. Like, you're like the $6 million man. Yeah, we mentioned last week I have three compa- uh, compression fractures in my back But it gets right worse now. than that. And then I found out today that I have a herniated disc. A herniated disc, ladies and gentlemen. And? And then something with my wrist also. I had my wrist in paraffin today. Hot paraffin wax, Ray. They dipped it in there, and then then they wrapped it in saran wrap, and it sat in for 20 minutes. And then I don't well, know what that's supposed to do, but it... So seraphim? Why would you do that? Are you, like, wrapping it in lace? I don't understand. Well, paraffin. Like, like paraphernalia? No. Like, did you get arrested? Shut up. What's happening Anyway, right I came up with some cool uh, questions to ask you, and they're all stats of, like... They're like, that's probably these. Well, let's do it. This they're is a crazy. Game. Yeah. This is a little Raisin Brent game you want to play called Stump Ray with facts. Yeah. Okay. Bring me facts. Uh, okay. Oh, here's the rest of your 22 pages of documents. Oh, these are facts. Yeah. I had to write them down. Yeah. Okay. Making fun of. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. All right, Ray. Yes, sir. True or false? In their two starts against the Royals, Justin Verlander and Max Scherzer gave up a total of 16 earned runs. In 10 innings. Yee. True or false? Wow. I'm going to say false to that. That doesn't feel right. That's right. It's false. They actually gave up 17 oh earned runs in 10 innings. All right, but I'm one for one but so far. But you're one for one, Ray. Good oh, job. Oh, yay. All right. I knew I was going to hate this segment as soon as you wouldn't tell me what any of the questions okay. were. True or false, Ray? True or false? Victor Martinez. V-Mart. V-Mart. Very good player for the Detroit Tigers. He's been having a good season. Has only 21 strikeouts all season, but... Has four strikeouts in the Royal Series in the first three games so far. So 17 the whole season up until this series, and then four in this series. True or false, Ray? That feels true to me. It's true. Okay, I'm two for two. All right. Yeah. Oh, I'm not excited about it either. I, these are not good. Okay. These are, these are not bringing me joy. Number three. Number this is three. just based on the Royals, so, th- so you can't feel too bad about this one. Great. Okay? True or false? True or false? The Royals lead the American League in both stolen bases and least stolen bases given up. True or false, Ray? Who's your catcher? Salvador Perez. False. It is a true fact, I Ray. Know, I, I knew it had to be true because you're bringing it up. I just don't want it to be true. Yeah. 55 stolen bases to lead the American League and only 24 stolen bases given up. All right. Fair enough. All right. Yeah, All right. I, yeah okay. Last question. Thank last, God, because I don't one. know if I can do this any longer. Okay, Ray. True or false? True or false? All five Kansas City starters have a better ERA than Max Scherzer. That can't be true. It has to be false. It's not true. Only four of the Royals starters have a better ERA than Max Scherzer. Hey, I still went three for four, though. Now listen. Hey. Danny Duffy. God. Danny Duffy, 283. Danny Duffy. Yeah. He's he a, pitched one he's game gonna this pitch, year? He's going to pitch tomorrow. Uh, Jordano Ventura, 3.26. He's pretty good. Jace, Jason Vargas, 3.25. He's all right. James Shields, 3.5. Okay. Jeremy Guthrie is the only one who has a higher ERA than Scherzer. He has a 3.86 What's ERA. What's Scherzer's ERA right now? 3.84. Oh only by gracious. two hundredths. Only by two hundredths 
up on point. And that's is, what last year's Cy Young winner we're talking yeah. about. Well, to be fair, his ERA was only 3.8 until yesterday, and then he gave up 10 runs. So that's that's what's dragging him down. It only went down. up 0.4? It only went up, no, it was 3.08. Oh, oh, 08. And it went up 0.76 okay. in one game. God bless America. That's what'll happen. Uh, you know what? Would you give up 10 runs in a start that are all earned? Yes. So here we go. Predictions that's pretty great, then. right? That's, As we're sitting here. You, you, you got three out of four. Yeah, oh, I feel great. Speaking of three out of four, <laughs> I think that's probably what the Royals are going to do to the Tigers this <laughs> yeah, week. That's possible. They're going to mm. at least do that, yeah. Yeah, minimum. Uh, so predictions right now. Mm-hmm. Are you willing to go out on the line and say the Royals will win this division this year? I feel good right now, Ray. But are you willing to go on the line and put it out there, Brent? Put it not even a bet on the line. Just are you willing to put it out there? Do I feel like they're going to win the division? Yes. Are we, yes. The Royals will win the division. The Royals will win this division. And the Tigers will be wild card. Maybe. Maybe they've got to do something with that bullpen, though. If they don't do anything with the bullpen, they're not. They got to do something. Period. I don't think they're gonna. I don't think if they keep that bullpen as it is, they can't even make a wild card. Well, I mean. you heard it first here on the Raisin Brent show. Brent is delusional, and he still thinks the Royals have a chance this year. However, I still predict that the Detroit Tigers will win the World Series. Oh, gracious! The curse continues. <laughs> we'll be right back after three seconds of Bob Dylan. It's been a long. A long time coming, but I know the change gonna come. Oh, yes, it will. Well, on the plus side, we play Cleveland next. Mm-hmm. And you know what I hate about Cleveland? Everything? Everything. Well, I don't. Yeah. Hey, guys, welcome back to the show. We're gonna talk a little World Cup right now. And me and Brent, man, we got Football. together. Football! We call this uh, European football. Now, why do Europeans get so mad when we call it soccer? Like we, I don't know. we have football. Yeah, and why, we why got the name soccer call, from from England. And they call our our football. They call it uh, fo- football Norte Americano. We don't get mad when they call it that. No, they call it American football. Yeah, and then they get they get all but like they get like intense about that, it. That was American football in Spanish, right? That, that's, no, that's, I was. That was okay. with you. I was, you know. No, but I was saying for the British people. They don't speak American over there, Ray. No, they speak the Queen's English. <laughs> What's wrong with you? They speak In the England they do. You know what I call it? You know what I, I think I do it like Game of Thrones and Dungeons and Dragons calls it. They speak the common tongue. Mm. That's the one everyone speaks. That's right. English, everybody. It's not actually true, but I, I like to think of it as true because I'm American. American. America. Bleep yeah. But why do they freak out so much? Like, what are there things we freak out about that? Like, I mean, like other people trash America all the time, and we don't care because we're Americans. But all of a sudden, we call it soccer. And like, it's not soccer. Oh my god, it's played with a foot and a ball. And you're and they actually said this. And you're talking about your American football, which doesn't involve kicking or a ball. It it actually involves both. Both, sir. There's kicking on special teams, and in fact, there is a ball that we throw around. It doesn't. It's not round. I thought that was one of the dumbest arguments I ever heard from um, from an English person's perspective. but uh, and, and we got the name soccer from them. They called it soccer, and they used to call it soccer up until a few years ago when their weird, like, uh, xenophobia kicked in about Americans, America. And now all of a sudden it makes us, like, peasants because we refer to it as soccer, which, as far as I'm concerned, is the actual name of the sport. I don't care if the name football goes back to the second century. It's soccer. How do you really feel about it, Ray? I like soccer. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like the World Cup a lot, actually. I just I don't even care that they call it football. That doesn't even bother me. 
I'm like, well, I know we have the real football. But yeah. what's with soccer haters in this country? Uh, you know, I, th- I think it's just uh, one of those games that, that a lot of people in America just don't get. You know? I, I don't even think it's not even getting. I think people even understand soccer. Like, it's so boring. Well, that's what I'm uh. saying. They don't, they don't get it. I mean. But then it, they'll watch hockey, which is arguably just as boring. Yeah, but it's but this is that's that's our game over here, and that's their game. Well, over it's there. Canada's game over here. Well, I understand, but it's North America. Fair enough. The European game over there, and over here, you know, Europe, European and South American game, and you know, it's the world's game. It is the, soccer uh, is the beautiful sh- game. Sure, it is the world's game. It's the game that, but you know why the it's soccer the game is such that a popular I love game. to watch. It's like, great for a whole month, once every four years. No, I watch the Euro League. I watch. Get I watch all here. that. I do. I watch Arsenal. I'll watch some Liverpool. Uh, when you walk through the storm, hold your head up high. I'm a big fan of the uh, MLS champs, Sporting KC. Oh, is that right? That's right. I don't watch MLS. It's kind of crap soccer. I like the Galaxy it's... though, just because they're LA. Yeah. Does that count? Sure. I like Detroit's too. Well, we had uh, we you know Beckham on our team, so that counts, right? I think he retired. Yeah, I said we had. Had is the past tense of have. It's verbs I know words are hard. I don't speak the common tongue as well as you. (laughs) Gracious. But there's just a bunch of things that just drive me nuts. It's like really good sports fans in the U.S. who I like a lot who all of a sudden, like, all of them comes to soccer, and it's like they're freaking poison. Like I'm asking them to watch beheadings in the the park. But do you have to love every sport? I mean, it's a sport that maybe they're a sports fan and they're an American sports fan, and they know we're never that good at it. You know what? I don't really care for NASCAR, okay? I don't really care for boxing. That's the same thing, then. The the NASCAR fans will say the same thing about you. But I don't watch every other sport, but he doesn't watch NASCAR. Yeah, but I don't go on social media and, like, drill it into the ground how much I don't like NASCAR. I don't go on there and be like, oh, sure, there was a big race today, but it was boring. Ugh. I mean, you don't do that about other sports. So why is it okay to do it about soccer, a sport that the world pretty much agrees is a lot of fun, and people really like it a lot, and people care the world around because it's a, it's a game that anybody in any country can play no matter how poor you are. All America. you need is a freaking ball it's or a America. ball-like substance and an open field. It's America. Yeah? We have freedom of speech. That's fantastic. We can make speeches about how we hate soccer. Not me, but we, the, we also the royal have freedom league. of silence. We have the we have the right to remain silent here as well. And I just wish soccer haters would just shut up. They remind me, you know, and I said this before. I think that the people who go out, the sports fans who go out of their way to rip on soccer here in America, it reminds me just as much of the nerds who don't like any sports talking whenever it's football season. Ugh, I don't really care for the sports ball. I hear an important game happened. Mm, let me push up my glasses and tell you about my level 13 paladin. But, That's what these soccer idiots sound like. But the, you also have a level 13 paladin. He's full level 14. Yeah. I leveled up last week, Brent, and you should know. I mean, I don't know what I'm talking about there. That's a reference. I don't even under he. Uh, but aren't they annoying? Is it just the most annoying thing? Everybody else is on board, and if you're not on board, just shut up. Why are you so mad about this? Because it really bothers me. But why? Because I think people should uh, should uh, be more respectful. Really? I do. I think people should just. It, so you're telling people to not act like you. Yes. Okay. I want the world to be a little less like me in this instance. Well, or, then I agree with everything you're saying, Ray. <laughs> Except You've I think soccer. I think soccer's great though. Maybe you should be a little more like me. Maybe that's just it. But like I, I think say, soccer's great. Like who cares, Ray? We like soccer. They don't like soccer. Who cares? Live and let live. It's just annoying because they're 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 bringing me down. I think is what it is. I don't know who these people are. You're talking about. Oh, I see a lot of folks on the social medias, on the twitters, and on the face boxes, Here's and on the, the my when rooms. I see that I just don't read it. 
Well, you can't help but read it. What do you mean? You, oh, My so brain you, moves very fast. If I see words so, on a page, I've read it. So you can't turn your head? I mean, yeah. No. Click to something else? You know I broke my neck in four places and I can't move my head. Thanks, Brent. Why well, I gotta bring that up? Because it's hilarious. When do we do anything short? Let's all on, listen on to show? Ray rant about Isn't that what the show's about? Something that I've never even heard of before. I don't even hear people are complaining about soccer. You're blessed. Yeah. Hashtag blessed. That's right. You know why? Because I I don't read things where people don't yeah, I just don't care if they don't like it. Fair enough. And a lot of people don't like hockey either. Yeah. Or NASCAR. Or golf. Yeah. Or well, everyone but, likes cricket. Gracious, <laughs> I'm just saying they don't. They don't. They're not as vocal about their dislike of something. And I just think it's just so cynical. Well, uh, to, to be perfectly honest with you, Ray, I think it goes both ways. I think there are these people that do that. They they make these really loud declarations about they hate soccer. Okay, that is true. Yes, but on the other hand, they're also the same people like our friend Christopher Beaver. I will I will say that he's we one will of out the, Christopher Beaver. He was one of the people that does this, and you also. You're one of these people that's like well. If you don't like it, then you're, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not quoting you guys. I'm saying this is the attitude I've heard from you guys. Like, if you don't like it, then you're just kind of idiots because that's a beautiful game. I was like, well, you know what I mean? That's, that's not going to make the other people want to watch it more because you're like. You don't think insulting people, <laughs> insulting their intelligence makes them desirous of watching the thing I mean, they don't in, like? In the exact, in the exact same way, if I went to NASCAR fans, like, your sport is like, they drive in a circle. Like, oh, you're just going to see who doesn't run out of gas? Then that, that's not going to make. You know, them want to be nice to me either. Have you watched a lot of NASCAR? I have. It is. I find it to be really boring. Yeah. But I don't. I just don't. I don't care enough to you know talk to people about it. Oh, so what you're saying is you don't care for NASCAR, but you don't go out of your way to advertise. I don't and shout from the hilltops when everybody else is enjoying NASCAR. How much you don't like NASCAR? Right. Because those people don't care. But they also, yeah, that's, it brings them down. Thank you very much. They don't care. They don't come back at me and say, "Oh, but it's a beautiful sport. You, everyone should love it." That's what. Well, that's what the soccer people do with soccer. I and used to just come I'm back. Saying, with that's punching. why people do that. I'm a less violent person. That's why now. they do it because they're they're people are saying, "Well, you don't get it. It's like ballet or something that you don't get." And then that people are like, no, it's boring. So that's that's what the argument is, right? I mean, it's because soccer people are very highbrow about it. It's a highbrow sport. It's not really. You got to be really smart a lot to enjoy of flopping. it. That's how I like it. Yeah, that's same it. as the NBA. I was like, the, the soccer is the sport that makes me believe in ghosts. It's like, man, some <laughs> some unseen force moved that man. You know, and this is actually, and, and we'll jump in actually the, talking about the real World Cup game. Congratulations to the United USA. States. USA. USA. This is USA. how. I'm really disappointed you didn't go in on the cheer with me, Ray. I mean, USA. I guess you don't get soccer. It's I, a beautiful game. I believe. I believe that. I believe that we will win. I believe that we will win. I believe that we will. And the U.S. did, in fact, win. 2-1 over Ghana. And this is the point I was going to make from before, though. I could tell Clint Dempsey really had a broken nose when that guy kicked him in the face because he did. He because actually, his nose was broken? Well, no, because he got up because he tried to act like he wasn't as hurt as he was. Yeah. That's how I knew he was actually hurt is because he got up and was trying to shake it off. Because it was pointing in three different directions? Because his nose, yee. Uh, I think you know he has to wear a mask or something, right? Yeah, they said it might be hard for him to breathe during games too. Well, with a broken nose, yeah, probably. Yeah, well, see, so it happens. But I mean, we did get some injuries in that game, Ray. Uh, Josie Altidore, Came with the price stretch, man. You know you're going to be out there running around in humid weather all day. Do a little stretching before the game. There is no excuse for a soccer player of all sports to pull up with a hamstring injury. Stretch. Well, Freaking stretch. You're going to be out there running around all game. Sometimes your body just goes a certain direction, Ray, no matter how. He was running in a straight line. No, look, no matter how great of an athlete you are, 
even me, I injured my calf plans. I am a world-class athlete. When we talk world-class athletes like uh, Josie, Josie Altador and Brent. Brent Pope, yeah. Yes, yeah, thank, no, perfect. Thank you. It happens. It you know? shouldn't happen to soccer players. It, it, it I even get when it happens but I, to but, NFL players, but but, it, but it could, he's running at full speed and his legs stretched out and it can it can you know you could. That was weak. The t- it's torque. That was a sometimes bad it's injury. Torque, right? That was yeah. a bad injury. It is a bad injury, but you know sometimes it's torque, right? It's torque. I just hope he comes back after we uh, after we uh, win this uh, group. Me too. I'll say it out loud. We're beating Germany. What? We're really beating the chocolate cakes. Okay. I think we have a better chance against you know Portugal. We're beating Portugal. Okay. Nine points. Wow. I just feel, you know, it's probably, I'm totally wrong. That would be amazing. And I know I'm totally wrong when I say it. That's how good I feel after this Ghana game. Even though Ghana outplayed us a lot in that game, Ghana should have scored three or four goals in that game and just missed a handful of times. Because after Clint Dempsey, and if you didn't see the game, Clint Dempsey, uh, U.S. stud, man. This dude, rock awesome. He scores a goal with 32 seconds into well, the game. He was in the Premier League. I mean, he was like, I think, the, one Dude of the first play. American guys to score in the Premier League. Yeah, so. he, he can play. Scores a goal with 32 seconds uh, elapsed in the game. And then the U.S. went into full-on tucky mode. My cat, when she's getting comfortable and puts her legs up underneath her and sits where you, you can't even see her extremities anymore, thinks that the U.S. went into full-on tucky mode a little too hard. Uh, yeah. If I had one complaint about the, the American play in this game, can we possess the ball for the love of Pele? Thank you. No, because I swear to God, because Ghana just spent the next 70, 75 minutes, 80 minutes, just on pure offense. Yeah. It felt like the entire next hour and a half just about was spent in the u.s side of the field and us just trying to knock the ball out well they bring it back in almost get in knock it back out they set up a play it almost goes in until finally they did score to even it up and didn't it feel like that was it it was going to be a draw at that point yep it absolutely it felt like well, there's no way like what are we like the miami heat like we just try to say we just flipped that on switch we're the lakers of the 2000s and then we get brooks a corner kick corner kick Brooks, Mr. Brooks, who had a dream the night before. He did. He would score in the 88th minute. He actually scored in the 86th minute, and but I didn't realize I'll take it. Albert Brooks was, you know, still doing anything, much less, you know, not making movies anymore, mm-hmm. where he plays the, the wacky Jewish neighbor. Well, maybe I'm thinking of somebody else. Ray, of all the jokes you've told on this show, that was one of them. Yee. But then I, I, the bar we were in absolutely exploded when that had. Cor- header corner kick went in. Mm-hmm. Absolutely an incredible, and that's soccer. The best part, I mean, the most amusing part for me was your wife, Melissa. How about that, right? I wasn't going to bring it up, but since you mentioned it. She goes to the bathroom. Oh, nobody's going to score in the first minute of the game. Goes to the bathroom. Goal. Goal! Goal, 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 goal! goal! So what happens? We, go, we set up for that corner kick. She says, I'm going to the bathroom. She says, guys, I hope it's good luck. I'm going to the bathroom again. And she came out literally, are you effing kidding me? <laughs> did they seriously? I'm like, no, we just did that for your sake. It was a total joke. And look, we even put the, we got the ESPN, we got ESPN the on score. board. We got FIFA involved just to mess with you in the bathroom just now. Absolutely incredible. I have a feeling, and this is, I know soccer will never be a big time deal in America. It just won't be. We have football, we have baseball, basketball, we have NASCAR. I mean, we have all these things that Americans love way more than soccer. Soccer will always be a secondary sport. I think that game against Ghana, with the buildup to it and the way it went down and with just the excitement of that goal going in with the header, 
I would have to say that game probably converted a crap load of people. Maybe. I think I think a lot of people have to have but, to but didn't we be th- on board now. Didn't we think about that the same thing four years ago, Ray, when you and I sat together and watched us we beat did. Algeria? It was a great game. On like a, a, One nothing. a, a goal in, I think it was during the stoppage time, It was right? in stoppage time or at least right before stoppage and time. And everybody loves soccer for the next week. It's true. Uh, I mean, it's something to build upon, but I just think that game maybe helps stir the pot a little bit, maybe gets it going. And then this game right here, I think this is the Ghana game. This is the game we all looked at being like, we can win. If we're progressing as a, as a, as a unit, as a team, this is a game we have to win against Ghana in order to prove we're over the hump because Ghana took us out of the last two World Cups, right? Mm-hmm. And so I just think a lot of people that were maybe casually tuning in tuned in, and they saw a freaking awesome game. Well, and I said last week, I said if we lose to Ghana, they beat us out. They knock us out of the last two World Cups. If they beat us a third time, then we have to just admit that Ghana is our daddy. Have well, to. Ghana, you're not my dad. No. It's about to get Ghana real up in this joint. And Ray just crashed the show. So, uh, just to, you know, before we end the segment, let's yeah. go over our teams that we have, how they're doing. Uh, oh, I have Argentina boy. has played one game. They look good. They look good. Portugal, that's my other team. Yee. They got destroyed by my other team, Germany. So two, two out of my three teams look good. Not bad. How about your teams, Ray? Well, let's see. I've got uh, Brazil, but Brazil's played two games. Looking good. That's right. They did just get a tie against Mexico mm-hmm. and the people of Mexico, uh, uh, Arriba. I don't know. Is that... Is that what you would say? No, not at all. But, uh, yeah, Crap. what about your next team? Uh, I'm a white guy. Uh, um, and then, you know, Brazil's my team. Then uh, 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 Colombia's my team. And Colombia's looking pretty good. They won their mm-hmm. first game. Yeah. Doing well. I have to feel good about that Colombia pick. I was going to pick Uruguay. It was between those two teams. And Uruguay lost their first game, so I feel better about Colombia. And I think, uh, I think that's it, Brian. I don't think there's any other front-running teams that I pick that aren't doing very well in the – All right. Spain. Spain has crapped out of this tournament in, in, in a glorious way. They won the World Cup four years ago, got absolutely destroyed in their first game, and then got flat out beat super hard with a paddle in their second game. Spain is out of the World Cup right now. They're done. They are done. No, even if they win their third game, they are no, they're officially Dunsville. Yeah. Spain. España, Ganya. After the U.S. beats Portugal, at least we'll both have one team out then. Oh, well, hey, I'll take that. Yeah. If that's what's going to happen, yeah. I'll take it. Fair enough. So I still feel good about my picks. You still feel good about your picks? Yep. What was it? A uh, loser has to take the winner to the World Cup in four years? Yep. With full flights and no, everything? No, loser has to take the winner to the World Cup parade. <laughs> yeah. We didn't really specify. I don't think it was necessary. Yeah. In any case, we'll be right back to wrap up the show after three seconds of Inner Circle. Bad boys, bad boys, what you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you? Bad boys, bad boys, what you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you? Well, you know, Brent, we went an entire show right now, and we talked about it last week. We didn't talk about it a lot this week. I gotta ask you about it, at least here in the final segment. Mm-hmm. HOA. The HOA. The we HOA, sh- we sh- the pilot that you shot. We shot our first weekend of HOA. We've got a couple more weekends to go. It was awesome last week. All these That's great. amazing people working with. Really cool. We talked about it at length for last week. Any quick asides? Any quick stories? Any, any um, cool th- developments? Well, the coolest development I have is that we are going to, as a guest, a real guest on the show, Ray, not like, not like some of our interviews that 
you know. What are you talking about? I'm talking about a real star. We got a lot of people. Like, we got Hobo Bo. Yeah, well, I'm He's talking a celebrity. About, I'm talking about people that you know that, that we might have seen on TV, not just like local celebrities. Oh, not like our like local that. crowd. Okay, right, fair right, enough. Right. Not like Trag Williams. Uh, we have from you might know him from the movie Radio, or you might know him Radio. from uh, Not Another Teen Movie. Oh my gosh! Or he was recently on that show 902 and 0, the reboot of 902 and 0. That was a pretty big deal. Yeah. Also on the HOA, and he's going to be here in set on the final season of True Blood. Oh, as a main character, one of the main characters is going to be blowing it up on True Blood this season. Ray, True Blood's a pretty big show. Hawkeye fan Riley Smith is going to join us on the Raisin Bread Show. Riley in the Smith. very new future. So Riley Smith, so he's going to be on True Riley Blood. Riley Smith, he's a working actor. Yes, yeah, he's, yeah, he's <laughs> big time a guy, big time working actor. Are you kidding me? He's a good looking guy. He's a star, right? He's a good he's looking a man. Star, good looking guy. He will be in studio with us. Is that right? In a very, in the very near future, on Raisin Brand. So, like, wow! Look at you! Look so, at you hobnobbing with me, delivering. That's you, man. That's what I'm talking about. Hobnobbing Ray, with Hollywood's here. finest. I have something in yes. this box. It's oh. called the goods. There you oh go. my gosh, it's full of goods. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> no, but Riley Smith, we're going to have a lot of fun with Riley. He's awesome. He knows a lot about sports. I can't wait to meet him. This yeah. sounds like a lot of fun. And uh, it won't pimp a little HOA, probably a little True Bloods. Oh, yeah. We're mm. definitely, definitely going to talk like some this. True Blood. Dude. Well, well, you, you said me? we'll have him on pretty soon. Yeah. Just, uh, you know, one of the next few weeks when it works out with, with his schedule. Maybe, maybe we, he'll be easier to get, a, uh, to get on the show than Matt Manser. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, oh, Pete's Manser. Well, we gotta get him on soon. Yeah, we gotta get on Manther soon. Yeah. We'll, we'll beat him up a little bit. We'll, we'll get him on before the next Raisin Print March Madness contest. <laughs> that's right. We'll just we'll, all we got to do is just drive by any theater he's performing at, throw him in a sack in the van, and just like bring him in. Yep, it's not hard. Manther, we're coming for you. And Riley Smith, all right, man. That's what yeah, I'm talking about. Cool. So yeah, look forward to that in a future episode of Raisin Print. And I've got, got to do a little bit of contact information. A little bit of fun stuff. So if you want to hit us up on Twitter, which is our probably our number one place to hit us up, hit me up at, at Almighty Ray. And I'm at Scoops Pope. Or you can tweet at the show or check out the show's Twitter feed at Ray Brent Podcast. Email the show, Podcast at gmail.com. Or, in fact, hit us up on Facebook, facebook.com slash Podcast. Like the show. Post us a note telling us how much you love it so much you, you've talked your entire group of friends into all having Raisin Brent parties whenever the new episodes come out and you, you gather around, listen to it like it's old-timey radio, like it's the shadow, because the Raisin Brent knows. Yikes! Oh, my gracious. Uh, let's see here. Uh, I'd like to do our special thanks, right? Yeah. So we like to thank a lot of people. I'll start with Jordan Monsell. Monsell me some awesome steampunk art. Some awesome steampunk silhouette art. JordanMonsell.com. I've got to thank David Noel for producing the show, putting it online each and every week. Mm-hmm. we got to thank Jeremy Buck and the bang. The train wrecks. got to thank them all. You know, the, the you know, Occasionals Comedy Podcast Network, the, uh, the oh, Greg yeah. Lopez's of the world. Mm-hmm. Just everybody else we got to thank. Uh, Stitcher Radio. Stitcher Radio. Guys, check us out on Stitcher Radio. You can check it out. It's a web-based app. Obviously, go on iTunes and hit us up, because I totally missed this part. Hit us up on iTunes, subscribe to the show, or uh, put us in your playlists on uh, Stitcher Radio. Uh, we love that, man. Stitcher Radio is just blowing up all over the place. You can get the Stitcher app for your mobile device and listen to us that way. You can get the podcast device, any one of these different ways, through iTunes. Just listen to the show. Is all I'm so many to ways to do it. My do goodness. It. We're trying to make it as easy as possible for you. Just flip and do it already. Anybody you want to? Th- yeah. You do, did you do it yet? Good. Oh, they just did it. Yeah. 
Well, I'd hope so. They're listening to the show right now. So right? ideally, they're using one of our plethora of methods. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Anybody you want to thank, Brent? Like that, thank Mr. Matt Stafford. Why? Guy of world sports. Yeah. Affecting change everywhere. What are you talking about? I saw about? him at the Brazil-Mexico game. Okay. And he ensured that we kept peace between the two teams by ensuring the game was a draw. How? By eating the ball. He put, like, some salsa verde on it and just put it down his big old fat gullet. I hate you so much. And then later, Princess Leia strangled him with the chain. So, <laughs> Good night, everybody. Gonna have to drag me out in chains. Gonna have to drag me out in chains. Gonna have to drag me out in chains. You always get what you wanted, and then you run.